Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Mark Sirianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Blackfelt and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. We have the pleasure today to have gentlemen from the world-famous PKA Worldwide. Uh, any of you who have been with us over the years um, know a little bit about uh, PKA from the work that we've done we've covered, whether it be the Taekwondo Hall of Fame, whether it's been our interviews with Superfoot Bill Wallace, and I'm gonna give these gentlemen an opportunity to talk a little bit about the history and a little bit about what's coming up. It's really, really exciting. But before we do that, Bet Online is our sponsor today. As always, basketball is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchups, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports bet wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether it's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use your promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the gaming starts. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, now that we've gotten that out of the way, uh, let's have a little bit of a conversation. So I'm going to give you guys an opportunity. Maybe we can start. Joe, you can introduce yourself and we can move over to, to Jeff. You guys can, can tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll talk a little bit about why you're here. So, Joe. Great. I'm Joe Corley. I started as a Tang Sudo guy years ago, and my instructor started calling it Taekwondo after that became uh, practical. Uh, but in fact, I started in Tang Sudo, and I made it through a third degree by 1972. And then we began to Americanize what we did. And then uh, Jeff and I were happy enough to be promoted to 10th degree black belts back in 2016 on the same night, uh, promoted by our friend Glenn Keeney with our certificate signed by Alan Steen and Pat Burleson and, and Grandmaster sure. Pat Johnson. So we had some great Tung Shudo and Taekwondo guys both signing our certificates. Um, we uh, kind of took off on the PKA path at the same time. I was a judge on the first world title fights where Jeff won his light heavyweight world title. Bill Wallace won his middleweight title. And um, of course, Joe Lewis won heavyweight title. Isaiah Duenas from Mexico, another good Taekwondo guy, won the lightweight title. And uh, watching Bill fight, I saw how weak and slow he was that night. So I decided to challenge him for the world middleweight title uh, eight months later. And uh, he was a little faster <coughs> by then and a little more powerful. So that didn't end as well for me as I had planned, but uh, it gave me the enthusiasm to want to follow this this uh, sport for the next 4.8 decades. In the meantime, we put together a thousand hours of programming on ESPN, NBC, CBS, Showtime, Turner Sports, USA Network, et cetera. 
and we always got good ratings. And once the UFC came along and they showed by putting a, a fair amount of money into the sport that it could become a real financial uh, franchise, then we thought this would be a great time for us to come back and take a second shot at it. So we have assembled all of the great people. You know, Jeff Smith is a president of sports in our group, and then he's joined by two presidents on the business side, Rich Rose, who ran Caesars World Sports for 10 years, and Howard Doggan, who owns the Syracuse Crunch for the last 29 years has done a great job with his AHL team that feeds the NFL, or NHL, I should say. And then, of course, we get great people like Rick Rufus, you know, who is now our, our director for uh, global fighter development. So when we start getting the fighters together, then Rick can sit down with them and tell them what it's like to start as a 10-year-old and then become, a, you know, the GOAT, you know, the greatest of all sure, time. Sure. He can give them direction. Jeff can give them direction. Jeff can teach school owners how to become millionaires. He can teach, you know, fighters how to become millionaires. Rick can tell them how to punch and kick and be the very best they can be. So we've got a great team. So that's all I have to say. And nice being here with you. Well, that's great. That's terrific. I don't know if there's anything left. Nothing left to say. You know, I've just I got a ton. Mind. I got a ton of questions. So if you guys would rather, I could throw some questions at you, and maybe you guys, as you whoever feels fit to answer it. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about. Obviously, this is a uh, a storied uh, and a historic organization. Um, you, you you're going through a, a, some changes now. Where are you currently? Are there currently matches that are currently occurring under PKA? Are those being televised? Are they at live venues? Or if not, when can we expect to see those? And, and how can we expect to see those? Let me take that one to start with. Uh, we've spent the last eight and a half months getting ready to get ready. So we've assembled the team. We've uh, expended the dollars necessary to make all of the great contacts. We've got creative artists agency representing us for television. We're talking to every broadcast network that you can possibly imagine. We've had no no's from anybody. So everybody's taking a look at what we want to do. And uh, it's our objective to, one of the phrases we've used, um, uh, Mark, has been, as it was, so shall it be again. But it'll be bigger, better, stronger because we were the pioneers. We took all the arrows before. So sure. we're we're doing everything we can so that when we when we start, we won't have any false starts. Jeff and Rick can both tell you about how we've gone about uh, finding the greatest strikers on the planet. And so we're 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 signing up the big names, and at the same time, we're figuring out who the Jeff can tell you how we did that. We started in New York. Jeff, you want to tell him about that? Yeah, you know, we 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 thought we would uh, give everybody a chance. You know, in uh, when we did the first World Championships in the PKA back in 1974, there was a rating system uh, for the fighters at that time, and so they just took the number one fighter in each of the weight classes, which of course was Joe Lewis in the heavyweight, and I was number one in the light heavy and Bill was number one in the middleweight and Howard Jackson was number one in the lightweight. So we got to represent the United States in that first uh, PKA world championships that uh, Mike Anderson and Joe Lewis uh, actually put together and uh, was televised. And so 
we thought rather than not have a rating system right now, what we would do is go around the country and give these guys a chance to uh, show us their goods. And uh, we didn't do it as a competition. We did it as an audition. In other words, we got to find the best kickers and punchers that were out there uh, and they would go and, and in our new uh, modern PKA worldwide, we're doing uh, uh, kickboxing in a, in a cage. You know, originally we were in the ring uh, sure. with ropes and, and it just seems that uh, people are in tune to the cage. Now they like that octagon and it, it actually, actually opens up the ring a lot more you know, a ring with the four sides, the four corners, uh, it's easy to trap a guy in the corner and he doesn't get a chance to utilize his technique as well. Of course, that was part of the strategy of trying to catch the guy in the corner or keep from getting caught in the corner. But now it's a new open ring strategy because you got the octagon and the angles in the corners are open enough that you, you, you don't get trapped in that corner. You got a lot more mobility and uh, more room within the ring. You know, somebody like a Rick Rufus, uh, always to his advantage, you know, with him kicking and moving the way he does, uh, it would be a uh, much harder for, for somebody to, uh, to get caught in a corner, but you know, that's, that's why we want the exchanges not, you know, toe to toe exchanging punches, but, you know, we, we, you know, we, we love those Taekwondo kicks, you know, nobody kicks better than the Taekwondo guys. So they get a chance to utilize their techniques more now. So, uh, uh, you know, Rick Rufus uh, fighting in a MMA event or a low kick thing, it's taking away his good techniques. And that's why we were really disillusioned with, uh, the style of fighting that's going on now, you know, they're rough and tumble and they're, you know, they're ground and pound and they're, you know, they're, they're submitting, uh, you know, choking them out and joint locking them. But uh, our real essence and our background is uh, with Taekwondo and the kicking, you know, Junri was my grandmaster and sure. he was the first one to teach Taekwondo in America. And, uh, you know, I had such a big influence from him after being with him for so many years that, uh, we wanted to showcase this type of martial arts where there's more kicking knockouts or punching knockouts rather than uh, getting them on the ground and pounding them out or getting them on the ground and choking them. Uh, when you watch those kind of events uh, live, you you really miss the action because they're down on the ground and you can't see it. Sure. So with this new aversion uh of no low kicks. And, you know, some people say, well, why don't you allow low kicks? You know, I always use the analogy is that anybody in the first uh, a week of doing studying martial arts can do a low kick, but sure. if to kick above the waist where you're kicking and reverse kicking and jumping or, or doing more flashier kicks, like you saw Rick Rufus do years ago, you know, nobody is doing as good as Rick used to do now. You know, it, it's supposed to, uh, you know, our martial art is supposed to evolve. But when you look at it, it not only flatlined, but it went down. The quality yeah. of the kicks, you watch the old Rick Rufus fights and they would be highlights on any UFC fight. And that's what we're bringing back. And that's why we felt it was so important to get Rick in there, because I really felt that he was uh, one of the best of all time in, in utilizing those solid 
not the not just uh, kicking his leg and pumping it in the air, but I mean actually knocking people crazy with those kicks and reverse kicks and X kicks and all kinds of flashy stuff. And when you look at, you have to realize he was doing this, uh, what, 20, 25 years ago or, or a little more. <laughs> and uh, yeah. you look now, you accelerate martial arts 25 years. We would expect it to have gone off the charts. Yeah. By now. But because the rules have allowed the techniques to be held down, See when because you they're attacking, somebody... because, because they're attacking the guy's leg. What sure. other sport on planet Earth allowed you to go in and destroy an athlete's legs? Sure. None. Just prime, imagine prime, how crazy that sounds. Say again, a, Rick. A, a prime example: Israel Adesanya, I think it is, that fought Saturday, moves a lot. He's very hard to hit. The guy kept kicking the calf. He said, "I felt like I was dead in the mud. I couldn't move." And sure. That's knocking him out he couldn't he, he he had nowhere to go sure absolutely so we want to develop our own tom brady's and our own tom tom brady wouldn't be tom brady today if he was fighting or competing under the rules of football of 25 sure. and 30 years ago and, sure. and you know even then it was not okay to actually clip a guy you know go from the side and take his knee out and in in the martial arts of the the kickboxing that it's that's done around the world, they say, well, you're not allowed to kick him in the knee. Well, go back and show me how many kicks have ever been, any fighters have been penalized for kicking somebody in the knee. It's like in boxing. If you hold them, you're not supposed to, but how many people ever get penalized for holding? So Jake Paul the other night holds, you know, Anderson, uh, Silva, right? Anderson Silva for, you know, I'm going to go back and look at it it and determine just how much time he spent holding him if it had been a pka match mark every time he held him it would have been a minus point so i'm going to score it like it would have been a pka round so anderson civil won 10 to minus three 10 to one <laughs> that'll right. be the way this <laughs> oh, every great. time the guy gets close he just reaches i mean just like he's hugging him you know not like he wants to dance with him but like he wants to love him right I, I love it. I love it. I love what you guys are saying. I think it's yeah. exciting. I think for those of us that are, you know, those of us that are Taekwondo is such a, a, a vast audience for, for our, our people, you know, appreciating good kicks. And we've covered so many uh, of the, the kickers that end up in MMA and many of them end up doing really, really well, just because most of the guys they go against just don't have the ability to defend against that. They just, they, you know, someone's a good kicker. It's, it's, it's hard to, to match. Let's get into some nuts and, and bolts. What are we talking about in terms of uh, approximately, if you if, if it's all fleshed out, how many rounds are we talking about? Uh, how many minutes? Can, can I stop you just before sure. you get to there? Because I think an important phase of what we're talking about, Rick has actually been in there. And I will tell you that uh, I never fought the low kicks except for one time. But uh, Rick fought in there. And I remember the first time I saw him fight. Uh, and the guy wasn't even, he was a, a, a Muay Thai champion and uh, undefeated guy. And he wasn't supposed to do low kicks. And all of a sudden he yeah, started kicking. They Rick weren't low. allowed. And the first round, uh, this guy had never been knocked out or knocked down. And Rick annihilated him so bad. I didn't think he would even be able to come out for the second round because Broken not shot. only did he knock him down, but tell us about that fight and, and what happened and, in it, Rick, in that in that is that series. So that was back in uh, uh, November of 
88, um, USA versus the world. Um, our other icon, PK superstar Bill Wallace, was uh, our coach. And uh, Karen Turner was a promoter at that time. And there we're not supposed to be leg kicks. And Bill is in the middle between the ties and us. And we're saying, you know, at that time, I was pro PK. I mean, I never knew what a leg kick was, a leg kick block, nothing. And uh, there weren't supposed to be leg kicks whatsoever. So, you know, I was still young. I, I wanted to show the world and had all that piss and vinegar in me and just, you know, I went out. And uh, first round, I annihilated him, and I broke his jaw. He spits his mouth guard out, blood all over the mat. Oh, wow. After two, he, he had major fouls. I still beat him up. He, he, uh, they threw a bucket of ice across the ring. Um, Took him five or six minutes to get it cleaned up to let him get, get his, his head, head clear. Right. Yeah. That's but, it, you know. I don't know. They always call it the, the fight that changed the sport. I don't know how it changed it because it wasn't a fair thing at that time because there was never supposed to be late. Sure, sure. I'm a pro PKA fighter. And everyone knew that my thing was kicking. I mean, that's what I was known for. And, you know, guys would go right out exactly like Jeff and Joe were saying earlier. Go to your legs, take them out so you can't jump, spin, turn, or do any of that flashy kicks. And then you're heavy legged, and then you're standing there like a bullseye target. Right. Yeah. Well, that's great. I, that, that's great. And I know, I, I think on the website, right, which is, uh, let me just make sure I have it right www.pkworldwide.com. You have a lot yeah. of uh, videos on there of um, and, and on your YouTube channel uh, on a lot of the old historic fights are there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we as uh, we sold the digital rights for our library to UFC's Fight Pass a couple of years ago. They okay. haven't got it up yet, but it's uh, we have uh, every fight on there. Every one in the fifty hours is is representative of uh, of the quality of the athletes that we developed over those years. So you had asked about rounds. We're we're going to have our pro fights. We'll start at five rounds, um, you know, for the preliminary kind of guys. And then the world title fights will be 12 two-minute rounds. Oh, wow. That's great. That's great. US that's titles will probably game. be that's nine or ten. US yeah, that's a whole different game. That's, that's wild. That, that, that's great. I like That's very impressive. That's very impressive. Well, you know, the, each fighter has got to kick eight powerful times per round with kicks aimed above the waist. And so what was interesting in our first event there, we can talk about Julio Cesar Carlos uh, before we finish, but he came in there and just was blasting people with kicks from all directions, like Rick and like Bill Wallace did. In fact, I had to ask him afterwards. I said, how many Bill Wallace seminars have you been to? He said, well, sadly, none, <laughs> but I've looked at all of his videos and I've done my kicks based on what Bill told people to do. But Rick, we, uh, we had one broadcaster the other day said, can you send me one fight so I'll have an idea how to wrap my young mind around it because I've grown up with leg kicks my whole life. He said, show me one fight that you think will really So well, it's going to be hard to do one, but I'll send you the world heavyweight title fight between Bad Brad Hefton and Kerry's super kicks roof. And um, 
And then, but I've also got to throw another single round in of Rick Rufus as a 19 year old fighting at Karate Mania One at the Battle of Atlanta. It's, it's just real simple. Rick comes out, he um, picks up his front knee and does a pulling side kick into the guy's body. Then he picks up that front knee and does a hook kick next uh, right across, misses his face, and then picks up his back leg like he's going to throw a front kick, turns it into a round kick, and drops him. And that all that happens just like one, two, three, you know, and it, he's being the guy's being surrounded by kicks. And that's what this Julio Cesar Carlos is doing to people. And that's the kind of fighting that we need where people can. And you say, well, that's the exciting part. But yeah, but our guys will just kick your <coughs> legs and destroy them. So imagine LeBron James is dribbling the ball down the court. And here comes a guy you know, six foot eight, 260 pounds and just tackles him to the ground and holds him down. How does that affect this basketball? (laughs) Yeah, no question about it. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the display of skill and technique. And I think it's really, really going to be exciting. And and I've been hearing about the other thing that separates us is back in the day when I fought 12 rounds, that you got to get ready for that's a whole different animal yeah rick was throwing 13 14 15 kicks around in there and the point i started to make when i got so excited and talked myself out of it was the some of the mma guys that came over and fought with us there in new york at the end they said i had no idea it was going to make me so tired to try to throw eight kicks he said i'm used to throwing all my kicks down at the guy's legs and i'm actually having to pick up my legs and use energy to kick well yeah there's no question about it and i've covered some of these you know more amateurish uh kickboxing uh events and and things of that nature where there are these minimums and a lot of these guys are very good with their hands but the ones that are really really not seasoned guys they'll spend the last few 30 seconds of the match trying to catch up and get their minimum kicks in because they're not. And then you'll see a guy go in there who has real kicking prowess. And like you said, eight kicks is the minimum they would throw anyway. So we know that that hurt us in our early broadcast. The, the, uh, you know, I ended up doing the commentary on about a thousand hours worth of fights and the new commentators that would come in, they'd always look for something different to talk about. So they'd always focus on he's getting his kicks in. So we actually, we actually start explaining to the people in the corner, you're not allowed to say things like you've got your kicks in. You know, right. you'd hear somebody say, you got your kicks in that fight. <laughs> but, you know, Jeff and Rick are there fighting with their kicks. They're not just sure. throwing them to get them in. Sure, it's never a thought for we're... them whether or not they're going to get their eight kicks in because, of course, they're going to get their eight kicks in. It's yeah, a, so, yeah, so their... we, we had to change what it, what a kick means. You have to be trying to kick the guy above the waist hard. Now, you can miss him, but you miss him because he got out of the way. You didn't miss right. him because you picked your leg up and just threw it out to tap him on the forearm. Sure. Now, this is going to be a three judge. Uh, it's going to be a referee and then three judges uh, right. making a decision on it if there's if there's no uh, uh, TKO. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. great. We're either going to use a 10-9 round or we may use a, a 9.5. We're going to experiment with it again. We used to do a <clears> – <throat> there's a group of officials out there who say, well, 
you can cheat better if you just do the not half a point because that way it won't look like I'm cheating so bad. And we said, well, <laughs> when you cheat, we're going to know you're cheating, whether you do it at a half point or not. But it gives us a way if a guy barely wins around not to have to call it a draw. Sure. Uh, and our officials, you know, our chief uh, uh, officials and, and referees, we have uh, Dan Bam Bam Stell, who's, uh, you know, from California and has been doing this for for I don't know what Joe thirty five years now, yeah, uh, since he was a fighter, yeah, and and has really got the uh, the judges and the, and the rules and everything down with his with his people. That's great. So it sounds really good. That's good. It's so important. Officiating is really really uh, uh, important in any, in anything that we do. So so tell me when can we expect? Where can we expect in the time that we have? We have limited time, unfortunately. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of posting we're going to get a lot of links um, and we're going to promote heavily as we go especially in terms of events but in terms of where people can find out about upcoming events tickets television rights it, it's going to all be on that pkworldwide.com and your social yes. yeah we have a good social media team now um uh, uh, nicole uh, did six years with uh, espn on their uh, digital um social media thing and, and her partner Riley and they'll have us virtually everywhere uh, as as the time goes forward they've been with us about six weeks now really doing a good job but if they go to pkaworldwide.com we'll have a place there where everybody can leave us their their contact information and and we'll be sending information out but we're uh, we're on Instagram we've got them as a pka underscore worldwide on Facebook same thing on Facebook, same, I mean, uh, Instagram, same thing on Twitter. That's great. And we'll encourage everyone to go forward and we'll, we'll provide all of those links in our, in our, uh, post. Perfect. Yeah. Thank so you. look for us in, uh, in January, February, 2023, uh, uh, starting the year off, we're going to be having our first televised fights and, uh, we're negotiating on a couple of venues right now. So we're trying to decide between California and Texas and Vegas and Florida. Those are, and New, and York New York might have an outside chance too. We got some former world champion boxers who started in karate and taekwondo who didn't have amateur boxing careers who are looking to come back and fight in PKA and some big name MMA guys that are looking to end their careers in PKA. That's great. Now, now let me ask you a different question, which is that I know a lot of our, our audience are competitors. They're, they're practitioners. Where can those guys, if 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 men or women, I, I assume you're 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 having a women's divisions as well. Yeah. We athletes who are interested in 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 auditioning, athletes interested in trying out to compete. Where would where would be the best place? How would they go about that? If they go to the pkaworldwide.com, there's a uh, an area called fighter sign up, and it says uh, at the bottom of that list, it says uh, sign up for future events TBA. They can put all their information in there and then Jeff or Rick or I, one of us will follow up with them as soon as possible and and then get them in the in the loop so they'll know what to do, where to do it, when to do it, and all that kind of thing. So I they can expect that you'll be doing sort of uh, regional or citywide uh, types of open auditions, or are those going to be more on a private level depending on on how busy you guys are? Yeah, we'll probably continue to do those. We we did um, we've done five so far, and uh, they've been very successful. We've got over forty fighters that we would feel really comfortable putting in our broadcast. 
that can do anywhere from five rounds and up. And we've got some guys that have got records of, you know, um, 50 wins and 35 losses or 35 knockouts, <laughs> not losses, 35 <laughs> knockouts. Sounds like my career. <laughs> well, he sounds very exciting. You know, 35 <laughs> losses. Yeah. So uh, the idea is to have some really good key fighters and, and new guys. So looking at guys like Julio, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk enough about him, but he, Anybody that can go and look up Julio Cesar Carlos and look at all of his. Footage. And he's going to be. I think we're going to work uh, with Andrew and 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 you about getting him to to. We'll do a specific uh, a follow oh, up directly with him and and talk to him about his Taekwondo training and his Taekwondo career, so we could showcase him and showcase you know exactly what type of quality fighters you guys are are going to be presenting. Yeah, yeah, that, and go to YouTube and to and. Go to YouTube and pull up Rick Rufus's uh, old fights, and you're going to see the quality of the PKA. Yeah, we'll link. We're looking for. We'll we'll provide some links for those so that people have an Good. opportunity to really Good. to really see those. And in terms of weight divisions, uh, I, there's so many questions that I have, but unfortunately, we're going to wind down. But how many weight divisions are you guys thinking of doing, or has that been established? Yeah, we yeah. do have those yeah. established, and uh, I think right now we have 12 weight classes. You know, oh, wow. for, for the lightest up and. In the females, I think we have eight weight classes. Uh, so, uh, and, and those those could even expand as we go. But, you know, if you remember in the first PKA, there was only four weight classes. Sure. Yeah. And then we expanded to five and then eventually more. So uh, we're doing the spread of about five to seven pounds per weight class right now. Uh, and uh, as you get in the heavier weights, it gets a little wider. And, you know, a lot of the fighters have eaten more Big Macs uh, as kids than they used to. So you got 265 pounders now who ate all those, you know, all those steroids in their hamburgers when they were kids. And, Absolutely. And, and, yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm really looking forward to it. In the, in the last moments that we have, uh, if you guys, anything you want to add, anything you want to share. Um, with our audience, anything that you want to bring to their attention, I'm happy to let you guys go ahead and. and well, from my perspective, I think we've got about a hundred million of us around the world, from karate, taekwondo, and kung fu, who stand up, punch, kick, and repeat. Punch, kick, and repeat. Don't get on the ground and wrestle. We don't kick each other in the legs. So we reach out to all those people to be our future fighters and fans. And we're looking to uh, uh, the Olympians. You know, the taekwondo Olympians. The karate in 11 uh, countries and uh, from those countries that we have, uh, uh, you know, Herb Perez from the Taekwondo sure. and uh, we also have, we have Toki Hill and the karate and both of these guys were, you know, gold medalists and they're now really still heavy involved in in their their sport and international wide, you know, with over 100 countries. And uh, so we've been teaming up with them and trying to tie in because, you know, in those associations like Taekwondo Olympics, they have nowhere to go. Those no, guys absolutely. can't do MMA because they have to hold, they have to learn a whole new sport of uh, jujitsu or ground fighting. And with ours, we'll be able to take them from those top Olympians where they have a professional career that, uh, and we know that in Taekwondo and karate between those two, they encompass probably 75% of every martial arts in the, in the world. It could be a tremendous pipeline. It really could be a tremendous That's pipeline. That's what we're looking yeah. forward to. Perez, of course, I know very well, he's been a guest on our show and he was as well as being a gold medal Olympian, my grandmaster was his coach. One oh, of his no kidding. Sport, yeah, for, for Master Park for uh, um, his his gold medal run. So 
Um, yeah, it's a it's a small that that is a great pipeline, and 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 he is definitely a guy who's got a good sense of old yeah. uh, old school old style combat, and he 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 knows it very well. So he Perfect. does the right things for the right reasons with the right principles. So that's absolutely why, that's why absolutely. we're working with him, and we're looking forward to showing that those taekwondo guys can really when you put them in the ring with the right set of rules, you're going to see you're going to see what those kicks can really do. Absolutely, that's that's great. That's great. Well, I, I'm for all of our uh, audience. This is just a tip of the iceberg in terms of uh, the amount of stuff with with the history um, that PKA has and with what is current and what's going on. There's a lot more that we you know we could share, and we're going to do that in future episodes. Like I said, we're going to be featuring uh, Julio Cesar Carlos in a future episode. You can go over to www.pkaworldwide.com if you're interested in learning more about events. If you're interested in uh, participating or auditioning, you can reach out to us. Or, of course, you can reach out to these fine gentlemen and check out their social media. This episode was brought to you by Bet Online, And I want to thank you guys for the time. I know you guys are busy. Uh, thank you. Very good to see you. See you again, you. Uh, Jeff. Grandmaster Smith, you know, see you again. We 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 shared some time together, like I said, at the Taekwondo Hall of Fame dinner, um, and, and I really appreciate it. And we will uh, look forward to to really following this this journey with you. Okay, great. great. We'll keep you posted. Thank you. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.